This is the Bates Bobcast, our weekly podcast where we take a look at the week that was in Bates Athletics. My name is Aaron Morse, and this week we chat with the men's cross-country and track and field team's third head coach in the last 70 years, Curtis Johnson. Plus, meet the new directors of Bates Golf, including a Maine Sports Hall of Famer. That's coming up on the Bates Bobcast. Curtis Johnson has proven to be a highly effective coach at Bates since the 2016-17 academic year, focusing primarily on sprint events for the men's and women's track and field teams and serving as the primary strength and conditioning coach for sprints, hurdles, jumps, and women's cross country. Now, he steps into the head coaching position for men's cross country and track and field after the retirement of Al Farashidian. Johnson is only the third head coach of men's cross country and track and field at Bates since 1952. And he joins the Bobcast to further introduce himself to Bobcat Nation heading into the season. I started competitive sports, middle school, um, but it wasn't until high school that I started running. And that was, that was honestly when I realized that it was the sport that challenged me the most as an individual, but also allowed me to uh, be a good leader for others. I think that's definitely where the coaching bug started because there's always room to support your teammates cross country and track and field. Any coaches in particular when you were growing up that kind of uh, inspired you a bit? I had some incredible high school coaches. Uh, the first is definitely Leon Bunyan, who still coaches at my high school, Rawway, New Jersey. Um, and we were among one of the most competitive teams in the state, whether it be for individuals or relays. So we had, um, we always had the spirit of, of great leadership, and I know the importance of it. Um, the team was honestly just as competitive in practice as meets and so the 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 energy and the love for the sport is something I'm used to seeing and is something that I I love to be able to create and then you ran in college tell me a little bit about that experience running at division two level yeah so AIC American International College uh small division two school uh you know we, we were really competitive school track and field and cross country is definitely uh sports that we excelled at um very lucky to have worked with you know, runners and, and, and had teammates from all across the country. And it gave me a greater sense of the sport, not only of the typical New England, the New England uh, side of it, but across the across the world. And that's something that I definitely carry over. Um, had a team that, you know, we saw national qualifiers each year, whether it be individuals or relays, cross country, indoor and outdoor. So um, carrying that over to obviously um, the Bates teams, the NESCAC and uh, Division Three. It's a lot of fun and a lot of great depth in our in our in our school systems. You mentioned um, when you started running, almost immediately you th- you thought about coaching, maybe a little in the back of your head, perhaps. When when did the, that become more real for you to become a coach? I definitely have to say, in grad school is, is where I realized that I still had this coaching bug. Um, I was still going home in the summers to work camps uh, for the track and field cross country athletes in our uh, county. Um, but I was quite busy, actually. I was in grad school. I was working in a court. I was working um, part-time jobs, but I still was finding ways to volunteer coach with local high schools uh, in the greater New Haven area. So it's something that I, I, after competing, I realized this was still something I needed to do uh, to fulfill myself and um, 
honestly, I did not plan it out. It kind of just stayed with me. It really stuck with me, and and I, I'm glad I'm glad I'm able to continue on coaching right now. And you're obviously the new head coach for the men's program, but you've been here since 2016, 2017. So quite a few seasons now. You've seen folks arrive. You've seen folks graduate. Uh, what's the experience? First of all, what led you to Bates? And then what's the experience been like so far here entering the 2021, 2022 year? I'm a guy born and raised in Jersey. I, I did not have Maine um, as a as a home base uh, on the back of my mind. So when I came to Maine, it actually was. Uh, taking a chance you know I finished grad school I didn't have a job locked down but um, I did relocate with a friend of mine just to give it a try and once I got here I did my research and realized that Bates was not only an amazing school but had one of the stronger programs in the country for cross-country and track and field and that was exciting um, I shot then head coach Al Farashidi in an email and he actually got back to me and that was that was almost six years ago now so it's it's quite an honor to be here um, but thinking about you know when I reached out to Al and Jay in 2016 to now being head coach uh, it's it's a really special feeling and um, I've seen right off the back how competitive our teams are but also the culture that we've had so this is exciting you know it's great to come to Bates and, and be only the third head coach and I believe about 60, a little more than 60 years. Walt Flavinsky, Al Farishidi, and now Curtis Johnson. I was curious, you mentioned you moved to Maine before you even knew about Bates, right? Well, what was that? That's kind of the reverse of how people normally arrive here, I suppose. Yeah, so I actually, the, my first time in Maine, I visited uh, a friend during the holidays. And that was honestly just a fun trip and just, you know, learning um, a little bit more about Maine. I went back home after that and I thought a little bit and said, hey, let's switch it up. You know, I'm I took a leap of faith when I moved to Maine, and I didn't waste any time realizing that if I was going to be happy, I was going to want to be involved with cross-country and or track and field. Um, so it was definitely the opposite, right? You come to Maine, it's typically because, you know, a job found you or you found a job. It, it was the opposite. Uh, but that says a lot about how special this was. Um, it makes me think that this, this journey uh, was almost meant to happen. What have been some of your prouder moments so far as a coach at Bates, working with student-athletes, seeing them develop? Because uh, you have seen classes go all the way through the process, right? Yeah, so I've, I've been here just long enough to graduate a few classes, and I'm always proud of the, the team effort. I'm a relay person by nature, and that speaks to the fact that our team does have so much team chemistry, um, and that's what helps us succeed at the conference, uh, the state level, and, of course, NCAA levels there's you know something you can say about you know our all academic experience and recognizing that our teams have performed uh, incredibly well in the classroom and it has not taken away from their ability to be high performers on our teams i absolutely have enjoyed working with the cross-country teams even before i was a cross-country coach just assisting on the course seeing the moments where we may have or may have not made it to nationals those just the journey, you know, it's hard to say what, what's a big moment. You get to see individuals uh, succeed, but, you know, as a coach, you know exactly what, what it took to get them there and what they, had to, what they had to go through. You mentioned, you know, being only the third men's head coach in a long time for this program. In terms of your stamp on the program, in terms of your unique style, what do you hope to bring to the table, kind of? Just a little bit more of a team aspect. My favorite thing about my experience over the years with this sport, uh, whether as a coach or as a, or as a student athlete, was knowing that 
if you're going to dig deep, you're going to dig even deeper uh, if you care about your team. And so the chemistry that will be important for us this cross country season, but also in this track seasons, um, we have to do it for more than ourselves. And I, I know that cross country and track and field on the outside, it may not seem like the biggest team sport, but you also get to be your teammates' biggest fans. The fact that we get to compete at different times, you get to actually get pumped up from seeing your teammate perform well, and you get to use that as fuel. So everything we're going to do, we want to do with intention and do it together. We have the alumni meet coming up pretty soon, the 49th annual alumni meet. And we talked um, the other day at an event about some of the alumni and the connections you've been making with them um, now, especially as a head coach. What's that been like? Yeah, our alumni base is quite amazing. They are very much so in tune with our performances uh, and, and supporting us and making sure that we know that they're still there. You know, I've, I, I reached out to a few and introduced myself and just hearing back from alum and, and them giving me a little bit about what their Bates cross country and track and field experience was like is very special. We honestly, it's hard to really speak to the tradition, but if you look at our record boards, we still have some numbers up there from the 50, 58 and 59. Uh, and the record might stand on, on top of one from the 2013. So it's, it's amazing seeing the range and that our history, it really does speak to our success over the years. Certainly. And then um, with the cross-country seasons quickly approaching, what are some goals you have in mind? You mentioned working a little bit with cross-country runners at Bates, but really this is your first time really being with that cross-country team a lot, right? Yeah, so over the years, my, my, my support for cross-country has been with our home meets, uh, strength and conditioning on the women's side, and more so just being a coach, a part of our staff. You know, one thing I love about our staff is that you don't just coach your own events. You know, you coach the team. You're a part of that chemistry. You're part of what makes our team special. This year, we're returning some of our top runners on the teams. Uh, you know, senior Bart Russ, Eli uh, Bosch Dining, who's a junior, um, Jackson Donahue, a senior, Ryan Smith Jr., and a ton of newcomers who really haven't even had the chance to tap into what they can do over the last two years. There's no reason we're not going to want to contend for a Nationals bid later on in the season, um, but we're going to want to build one week at a time and, and see if that's the kind of team we are. Uh, this Our last cross-country season, as you know, was 2019. Right. So our goal is to really get these first few weeks under us and build together. Um, we've been looking for a season and now that we have it we have to think a little bit about what's our why again um a lot of us haven't competed in a full season in so long that i think once we're together the team is going to not only know their why but know why we why and who we do it for uh, but this is a special group but I, I want us all to get a few weeks under us so we can remember that we're we're always a contender great tell us a little bit about the coaching staff you've put together here i know you hired a new throws coach for track and field right yeah, so starting with our new throws hire, Coach Danny Kalina, uh, we actually had the chance to meet him a few months prior to knowing we would be needing a throws coach. Uh, so that was honestly a blessing in disguise. When, when we looked for a coach, a throws coach in particular, as you can imagine, we're used to having the strongest throws program in the region. And so it was important for us to find someone who uh, was knowledgeable, you know, knew how to create competitive st- uh, throwers, but also knew how important it was to be engaged with the full team. And I think Danny brings that to our, our team without a doubt. Uh, he has incredible energy. So if you get a chance to, uh, he's definitely somebody you'll want to chat with. Um, but overall, what has kept me at Bates is definitely the community 
and how we support our coaches. And I think that um, as we look to support Coach Danny Kalina and our, our new hire who will be coming in soon, uh, Dean Dumas, with our pole vaulters, we're going to look to bring them into what has worked for us, which is a strong uh, unit of coaches. And then from a recruiting perspective, did you get a lot of that as an assistant? I imagine you'll be doing more now, perhaps. Yeah, so luckily over the last two years, I, I really had a good hold on recruiting, at least with the sprinters, hurdlers, and jumpers for the men. Uh, so now I kind of just encompass the recruiting that's done by our distance coach, Jacob Ellis, and uh, we work together to look at what it, what's going to be our class overall. Um, I was lucky to be involved with how we communicate with admissions, uh, and they do such an amazing job with helping us throughout the year. And um, I'm thankful that that was one of the smoother transitions because I did have a um, a lot of fun with the recruiting over the last few years. So I'm excited about this incoming class, but also what we're looking to do going forward. Great. How about the relationship between the men's team and the women's team? Because especially I feel like during track and field season, it's almost all one big team, right? Yeah. So if you if you pop especially during the track season, if you pop over to Merrill, from the outside looking in, it looks like a circus. You just see a lot going on. And for us, it's, it's very much so organized, but we do benefit from our teams uh, working closely together, but also uh, having similar goals. And um, as an assistant, I've worked, with under, with, worked under Coach Jay, and she's been an incredible mentor, an incredible person to, to learn from. And so as I transition into this head coaching role, she's going to be a big help uh, a lot of support and somebody that I know is going to hold me accountable for what we we want to do going forward um, both programs are incredibly impressive and I I'm, I'm always looking to support them just as much as they support us awesome well, any other thoughts you wanted to share about uh, becoming the new uh, men's cross country and track and field coach here at Bates that we haven't gotten to talk about yet yeah I think the biggest thing is knowing that for me it definitely starts with the love for the sport and seeing student athletes succeed um, even though I've been here uh, going on six years, I'm still looking to build stronger relationships with our current team members and, of course, the incoming team. We have uh, a lot to prove for ourselves before anything else, and so I'm excited to see what work we're going to do. We're going to have to build foundation um, each year, and coming out of a year and a half without cross country, uh, I'm excited to see what we can do. All right, Curtis Johnson, thanks so much, and uh, congrats again on being the new head coach here at Bates for men's cross-country track and field. Thanks again. Thank you so much. Really appreciate this. Brendan Croto and Maine Sports Hall of Famer Abby Spector are the new directors of golf at Bates. Croto and Spector will direct the men's and women's teams, respectively. A 2016 graduate of Lewiston High School, Croto earned a bachelor's degree in sports management from the University of Southern Maine in 2020. He joined the Bates coaching staff as an assistant golf coach in spring of 2021. Specter, a member of the Maine Golf Hall of Fame and the Maine Sports Hall of Fame, was described as the most recognizable name in women's golf in Maine by the Portland Press-Herald in 2016. She was a four-time state golf champion at Waterville High School, a seven-time Maine Women's Amateur Golf Champion, and the winner of the 2001 New England Women's Golf Championship. Today, we chat with Croto and Specter about their new roles here at Bates. Brendan, we'll actually start with you because you did get some experience in last year as an assistant in the spring. Obviously, it was a strange season, different than any other, but what was your initial experience like getting your feet wet, if you will, last spring? It was good. It was, it was a little difficult with, with the COVID season and everything, but it's really nice to have that experience coming into this fall because I know most of the players now. I kind of know how the process works of, of coaching and everything. Henry Fall helped me out a ton 
uh, this spring and it makes me a lot more comfortable going to the fall having that experience this spring. Although it was a different season, it was still nice to, you know, like you said, kind of get my feet wet and get acclimated to everything. And Abby, welcome to Bates, uh, Maine Sports Hall of Famer uh, from Waterville, graduated the University of North Carolina. How did this opportunity present itself to you? I found out about this from a friend of mine who just heard that the opportunity was uh, there and I reached out right away to Bates and threw my name in the hat and then I I heard back and the rest is history. So I'm very, very excited to be here. And take me back growing up, how did you first start golfing? I started golfing when I was five years old because my dad was a greenskeeper and I was always daddy's girl. So I would go and hang out with him and he just said, here, hit some golf balls over there on that side while I mow over here. And then someone saw me one day and said, you know, she's pretty good. You should get her some lessons and then we did, we did it. And did you immediately enjoy it? Was it frustrating at first or, or is it always frustrating? <laughs> Golf certainly has its ups and downs for everyone. Um, I was always very determined to be better. I think we'll just put it that way. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Brendan, how did you first get started in golf? I grew up actually, so our home course is Martindale, and I kind of grew up playing that that golf course over there. I had a ton of friends that we all go do like a junior summer camp together and got, got involved that way. And uh, just ever since I was younger, my dad kind of got me in the game as well and just played it all summer as much as I could with all my buddies and just loved it ever since. And you're a recent graduate of the University of Southern Maine, but I know, I think during college, you actually interned for our AD, Jason Fine, right? What was that experience like? That was awesome, yeah. I met Jason, uh, Jason through the AD at Lewiston, uh, Jason Foy. They introduced me to him, and uh, we formed a great relationship. I worked a lot with Scott here. I did a lot of facility management. I did some stuff with the uh, promotion team. I went to a ton of football games and stuff like that. So it was a really good experience. So I got to know some of the you know, the staff here before I came on staff, which was nice. So, um, yeah, it was always a great atmosphere, and I, I loved the, the internship. And, Abby, you mentioned you were always determined to get better and better at golf. Um, when did you decide to start instructing others, perhaps? Uh, after college, I decided that um, this is what I wanted to do, um, to teach golf. And um, in college, I was on the golf team, and I had a really great coach. And I've always sort of had it in the back of my mind that I wanted to coach college golf. So when this opportunity came up, I was very excited. So it's sort of a bucket list thing for me. So um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to this season, see how this whole thing plays out. I know you won the main amateur quite a few times. Uh, what was that experience like competing against kind of the, the best amateurs in Maine during your career? It was difficult, but um, because there are, there are a lot of really good players out there in Maine that you wouldn't you wouldn't think of Maine as a very competitive golf state, but it really is. And um, I, like I said, I really I love competition and I love making myself better. And um, I I loved playing in the Maine Amateur. I told some of my students this year played in it, and I said I'm so jealous. I wish I could compete in that again. It's one of my favorite events. Terrific. And then, Brendan, we mentioned you got your feet wet last year. What did you learn about the team that you're going to apply now that you're the you're running things? Learn that these guys just want to get out there and play golf and have some fun. And I think it's it's really important to make sure that you know we have good team camaraderie and stuff like that. It was hard in the spring to get everybody together outside of practice because of all the guidelines. And but I think as hopefully we go into a brighter future here with, with 
everything um, that we can get some more team activities outside of practice and outside this more team camaraderie and just kind of get everybody to know each other a little bit more and I'm excited to, to do that more this fall. So. And then Abby, uh, how excited are you to kind of meet the women's golfers and uh, have, you, have you talked to them on Zoom yet at all or whatnot? I have met most of them on Zoom. Um, I'm very excited to meet them. They've been reaching out to me with lots of exclamation points in their emails like that they're very excited for this season. So um, yes, and it's soon, it's coming right up. We're, we're gonna get started right away. And this is a different setup before, Brendan, because we used to have a coach for both the men and the women. Now we have a coach for the men and a coach for the women. How do you think that's going to work? I think it's, it's going to be really good. I think it's a long time coming. I think it's important that each team has their own you know, coach to look to. It, I think it was difficult before when you have one coach for two teams because it's hard to divide your, you know, your attention equally to both. So I think having you know, one for each is really good and can, you know, I think really propel the team to the next level. And I think this is know what what's needed to kind of help the program out so and then Abby obviously our home course being Martindale Country Club I assume you've played there many times what's it like Martindale is beautiful and the people are wonderful over there it, it's actually one of the courses that I won one of my amateurs at so I have a lot of history there which is fun and Brendan I assume I mean you've worked there for years right, right. yeah no I've been there for about five years so I love that place been working in the pro shop for Nick for like I said about five years played there as since I was a kid and it's a great course so it's nice to go you know it's nice to have our home course something that I'm very familiar with because I can help out the players in certain areas um, same with Abby she knows very well I mean she's won there so and, and both teams are pretty young aren't they yeah we have a I'd say we have about five or six sophomores on our team so we have a good sophomore core we have two freshmen coming in uh, two seniors on the men's side which is nice to have that veteran experience but uh, we have a really strong strong you know younger group of guys so I'm excited to see them grow in the next couple of years because I think you know come their senior year we're gonna be really really strong so and Abby being kind of new to Bates what are some of the initial impressions obviously you're not new to Maine I'm sure you were familiar with Bates growing up right actually I'm very impressed with how organized everything is here and the campus is beautiful there's been a lot of support for every step of the process that I'm going through right now and Brendan and I have been working very hard to get everything ready for this season. And honestly, I've been telling people there's a lot more to coaching than I thought. You know, you get a coaching job, you're like, great, I'm going to go in and coach the kids and we're going to be good. And it's like all this setup stuff that's in the background that I never realized that my college coach was doing. Um, there's a lot to it, but it's been fun. It's been a really fun process. Yeah, you're both kind of, I guess, probably learning about the more logistical aspects, right, Brendan? Yeah, no, I, you know, like I, like I said earlier, I had a little bit of experience in the spring with the whole logistics side of things, but this year is completely different. I mean, I, I like Abby said, I didn't realize how much actually goes into coaching and, get, and getting set up for this season. Um, there's a lot that goes into it, and but I think you know, once we get going, I think everything will be uh, a lot easier for the, for the season. So. Great. What are your thoughts on um, what you're most looking forward to, perhaps, Abby? I'm most looking forward to working with the girls and meeting them and getting to know them and helping them improve traveling and just, just spending the time with them, helping them be better. Great. How about for you, Brendan? Yeah, I'm looking forward to going on, on the trips and the away tournaments. I think it's going to be really fun to get the team together and uh, you know, have some fun traveling, stuff like that. Looking forward to the future as well and seeing these you know, seeing these guys grow as, as the years go on, I'm really looking forward to that. So I, I'm really excited for the season.
All right, thank you both for joining the Bobcast. Looking forward to a great golf season. Thanks again. Thank you. Next time on the Bates Bobcast, we'll dive headfirst into our fall sports previews as we get you ready for the first games of the season. That's next time on the Bates Bobcast. Thanks. <laughs>